For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. They got hit in the freaking mouth, and this defense is undisciplined, and it sucks. Yeah. I hate what they're doing on defense in Pittsburgh. They suck. Yeah, they're terrible. They don't have the players. I don't like the scheme. They suck. It's the TD Fantasy. The TD Fantasy Podcast. TD Fantasy Podcast. With your host, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Happy Friday. Welcome into the TD Fantasy Podcast. Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. And we're going through all the games. The guys are going to give you some specific games that they really love. Um, but you're going to have to go behind the paywall to get the to get the love, love games. You're going to have to go to tdfantasy.com and see those. And we're actually going to be jumping on Periscope to do some other stuff today. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Uh, but let's start with Buffalo Bills at Green Bay. Green Bay is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Green Bay coming off a loss on the road at Washington. Buffalo obviously went into Minnesota last week and shocked everybody in the NFL by absolutely dismantling that team. So is the uh, was that a one game thing, Jake? Or are we going to see Buffalo play a little bit better again? I think you'll see them play okay. They're going to get a bunch of false confidence from that egg that the Vikings laid last week. I've got the Packers twenty seven seventeen. I think Aaron Rodgers bounces back with a big week. He's a pro. He lost last week coming home. If you listen to last week's show, I said good teams, perennially good organizations that lose on the road and a bad loss coming home the next week. I'm taking them every time. Whether I want to take that at nine and a half, I've got, like I said, I've got them winning by 10. I think the Bills will hang in there. I think they're going to be competitive. I think Allen runs around and makes some plays. Cobb being questionable, questionable, and we don't know what's coming out of there right now. I thought he'd have a big week. That scares me a little bit, but I just think they have too much. Aaron Rodgers, I think, has a really big day. Yeah, the Packers are a different team at home. This is a team that struggle on the road a lot. We saw it last week in Washington. I think they come back and bounce back. Buffalo is not quite as bad as they were the first couple weeks of the year. Like they're not. They're going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to hold this game within two scores, but I think they're going to be competitive. They're going to put up 14 or 17 points, but I think the Packers do just enough to cover here just because that offense is too good. And again, this is a team that needs to start winning. That whole division is very strange right now. Yeah, and I'll give a little credit here. Sean McDermott, the head coach, defensive specialist, they gave up like 75 points the first three quarters or first six quarters or whatever it was. They've given up like nine the next however many. So the stat was something long. I was like, wow, they they figured something out there because yeah. they played a really good offense last week. Fonte Davis retired and the whole defense decided <sighs> that they got it. Yeah. They had Maybe he to, was the problem. They had to rally around each other. I, I, you know, there's there's a lot to look at at the end of the day. Jake always says, and I repeat what he says on this, these are NF, these are professionals. Correct. These guys, this, at, they got embarrassed a couple of times, and then they turned it around. And I don't expect this team to go in and win in Green Bay, but I also don't expect Green Bay to win by 30 points. From a fantasy perspective in Buffalo, LeSean McCoy is going to play. So I think all that means is that you can't start any Buffalo running back because McCoy is going to get some touches. Ivory's going to get some touches, which means both of them are probably not going to be very relevant. Yeah, I have LeSean McCoy in a league, and I have Joe Mixon in that league as well. So I'm almost forced to play one of those guys. Uh, obviously, Joe Mixon will not be playing, but I'm going to be – 
uh, headed to the waiver wire probably to try and find a guy. It's at this point, there's not many, but LaShawn McCoy hasn't given you much thus far anyways. Uh, Miami Dolphins going on the road to play the New England Patriots. The team that's 3-0 and is not the team that we're used to being 3-0. and That is the Miami Dolphins. They've looked pretty good. Ryan Tannehill has looked pretty good. People are very excited with what's going on. But the New England Patriots are now 1-2. and They haven't looked very good. And they just came off a pretty bad loss in Detroit, back-to-back losses. Uh, guys, what do you see happening in this game? Well, here's what I look at for this Patriots team. One, they haven't – they own the Dolphins at home. They haven't lost to Miami at home since 2008. They haven't lost – they haven't beaten Miami at home by less than a touchdown since 2011. They are a touchdown favorite in this game. I know this doesn't look like the New England team of past. I know this doesn't look like great. And I know we all expected the Patriots to bounce back last week, and they completely laid an egg in Detroit. But I can't see them doing this here. They're back at home. There's actually some pressure on them now to actually succeed. I think they win this game by a lot. I think they blow this game out. I will continue to say I think Miami's the biggest undefeated fraud in the league. I would agree with that 100% of Miami being a fraud. The Patriots are still going to struggle until Edelman comes back. I think Gordon playing just being on the field helps the bracket coverage that Gronk is getting. Mm -hmm. And go back to what I just said. Coaching matters. Sense of urgency matters. And a who is a better perennial franchise and team than the Patriots? They lost on the road. They're back at home. They win. They cover. Not one of our locks of the week, but we both feel really good about it. And you should, too. I mean, I just – I cannot see I, – I, without a bunch see, of trick and, plays, yeah. which I think Miami's thrown most of their book out there already, yeah. I just can't see this happening at home in New England. If it does, then the sky is you, falling. You like, you, you like what you've seen from Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill. This is Gase's whole thing. He's the quarterback guy, and he hasn't had a healthy Ryan Tannehill throughout this time really there. So this is – this is kind of their show now to decide whether or not this is going to work. And we talked about this team, specifically Adam Gase, being a guy who knew he was on the hot seat coming into this season. Now, obviously, I agree with Jamie. I think this 3-0 and team is fraudulent. But let's live in a hypothetical land for a second. This team goes into New England and wins. Is that enough to convince you guys that this team is actually for real? I got. I got to no. see how they play. Like I don't think it's. I don't think it's that simple. No, because I, I still don't think New England's very good. Yeah. I think they'll win the division and be like ten and six. But I think yeah. they're getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Whether they get Edelman and, and Gordon turns right. into be Randy Moss or not, I just don't think they have enough left. They're, they don't look explosive. So no, it doesn't tell me that. It just it means Gase is getting fired after the season, not Thanksgiving. They go they go in and win by a touchdown or ten points. I have to I have to say I, I, I don't I, I'm not that high on the Patriots. I yeah. love right. the fact that they're right. they're a bunch of pros and they come back and win at home the next week because that's what you have to do in the NFL. And they I don't know when the last time they lost three in a row was I think two thousand or two thousand two. We'll, we'll have to but, follow we'll have to follow up Monday, depending on how the performance goes. I'm just interested to see at what point do people start taking certain teams seriously. We won't have to worry about that. Okay. All right. There's always a there's always a worst to first. There's always a team that gets better. So I always just like to see what the line is for when we're this actually Miami team reminds me a lot of good. Buffalo last year. They kept winning games that made no sense. All right. I don't think they go eight and eight. Okay. Or whatever Buffalo would not win nine and seven. Nine seven. Yeah, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't see that at all. Sometimes when you're gambling too, you just you have to give yourself an out and you have to give yourself a reason to be like, all right, I'm willing to lose this. To me. I'm willing to take a chance that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at home after getting embarrassed two weeks in a row and including last week on national television come back and win this game by a touchdown or more. Logic would tell you yes. Father, I'm, will, I'm willing to be Tom, wrong on that. Father time might tell you no. Uh, Detroit Lions going on the road to play the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys are a three-point favorite. Detroit 
needed a win last week and got one. Matt Patricia gets his first win there in Detroit. As we discussed, this division's kind of all over the place with the NFC North. Uh, Guys, I know we talked about the Cowboys last week in that everybody was a little bit higher on that team than we were. Mm -hmm. Um, Is is this a game where you look at that line and you go – Nah, I don't really like the Cowboys all too much. Well, I mean, you have two teams here that just quite frankly aren't very good. And I think that's why you're going to get the standard three points at home here. I like the Lions just because I, I continue to believe that the Cowboys are not a mediocre football team. They are a bad football team. That defense is not good. And I know they had a great performance against the Giants on Sunday Night Football and everybody freaked out. But that is not a good football team. That offense cannot move the ball except for Ezekiel Elliott. And at some point when he gets shut down or even held to under 110 yards, that offense can't do anything. Jerry Jones came out today, bless his heart, and tried to say that they're just as proud of Dak Prescott as the Rams are of Jared Goff. We're not talking about this. We're not L-O-L, in the same universe here. L-O-L, Jerry. And, and that they're not that L-O-L, far. That he can envision, he can envision oh, them being my- not that far off from that sort of production. Uh, I they are nowhere near that. Is, is Jason Garrett getting fired and Sean McVay's coming to coach the Cowboys, Jerry? And are you I, taking all of the Rams? That's not weapons? happening. The Rams have five receivers better than anybody on the Cowboys. This, this this line is simple. Fan is short for fanatic, and there is nobody more fanatical than Cowboys fans. So yep. Vegas knows they're going to have a bunch of ignorant bets this oh, yeah. week if they set the line this way. I almost put this behind the paywall for us as one of my locks of the week. I got the Lions twenty-seven twenty-one. Stafford's better than Dak. They got more weapons offensively. Their defense looked like they finally figured out maybe how to stop the run a little bit last week against Patriots. The Cowboys and Zeke will get his, but they don't have anything else. That's it. Yeah. And I agree with Jamie. The defense is not very good, but the back end of it's really not good. Sean Lee's out. That defense is completely different oh, without him playing. Completely, him out completely different. Yeah. I really, really like the Lions in this game, especially with, with Dallas getting the points. I mean, yeah. this is... And I think the the conversation around Detroit was there was some in-locker room issues because of Matt Patricia and trying to... You know what fixes that? Winning. A win. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, a it's, big win against the Patriots at home, exactly and all right. of a sudden, this we dude all, beat his yeah. old boss, the greatest coach that's ever lived. Yeah. Maybe we should listen to him now. I, all that squashed, exactly I promise I you, say. after a win. And they know what else is nice? Going into Dallas and beating the Cowboys the next week. Yep. That's a, it's a good All of way. a sudden, all of the problems that you had all of a sudden aren't such a big problem anymore. Yeah. Although I would argue. I mean, they are, but bench. at least yeah. mentally. Mentally. That, look, that offense, I don't know. That division that offense is underperformed and still has top five potential in, yeah. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. For sure. With the weapons all healthy. And yeah. them finally kind of they figuring sling, out their right. They can sling the ball around. They got Stafford and they got a lot of weapons to light there in, in Detroit. All right. The Houston Texans going on the road to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a one-point favorite. Um, listen, the Houston Texans are a huge disappointment thus far. One of the biggest disappointments in the NFL thus far because this was a team a lot of people liked. Uh, Bruce Arians was on Wednesday, said that was his dark horse coming into the season. Obviously, I I think the stat was there are two teams that have made the playoffs that started off 0-3 in the last 20-something years. It's not not good for not good for the Houston Texans because they were not only talking about playoffs but talking about Super Bowl aspirations. So, guys, what do you see happening here? Look, we all like the Texans yeah? if they're healthy. Their big question is they're not healthy. Well, hell, they are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's either crap or get off the pot at this point. You're 0-3. You go to Indy and lose a divisional game. It looks ugly. Oh, it's over. It looks You're really ugly. Now there's there's rumblings coming out about – Bill O'Brien's offense being too complicated for Deshaun Watson. Well, it didn't look that way last year for yeah. six for six games. We've all talked about how that was a little bit of a facade. Um, 
I got them going in and winning. I don't like this Colts team either, as much as I love Andrew and everybody knows that. I've got the Texans 24-16, but history tells me I'm wrong because they never go to Indian win. I don't think they've ever had this kind of sense of urgency, this much pressure, uh, and it's either going to break them or they're going to go up there and get a big divisional win. We'll see what happens, but the Indy's offensive line is better. Their defensive front seven is stingy again this year against the run. Marcus Hunt looks excellent. I can make an argument that Indy wins this game at home. I just think the Texans and that sense of urgency, and I happen to be a Bill O'Brien fan. I think he's a hell of a coach. Very negative and very hard on his guys, which can wear on him when you're losing. Same thing. A win could fix a lot in Houston. I just I see him getting it done. Yeah, I'm going with history here. I mean, the, the Colts tend to own the Texans at home in Indianapolis. I it just, scares me. I don't think I don't think I don't think the Texans are a really good team. Uh, I know there's a lot of pressure there, but I wonder if that pressure turns into they're down ten at halftime and they quit. And I don't know. I don't know what that team looks like right now. And to me, it's getting a home team with Andrew Luck under three points at home against the Texans team. I know they're desperate, but I when's the last game? What's the last big win for the Houston Texans? How long? How far do we have to go back to a game that they needed to win, and a game that oh, mattered? That they needed to win a game that mattered, where they weren't one and seven and throwing Deshaun Watson out there just to say screw it, we don't have Was anything it left. TJ Yates playing quarterback for him. So I just I don't I don't know that that team has that in them yet. They could again. I don't love this the game. Thing I don't I don't see them not quitting. Deshaun Watson might not be playing good. He is a leader of that offense, and JJ Watt still in uniform and not in sweats on the sidelines. I can't imagine them quitting. I think it's going to be a really good game regardless who wins because I don't think either one of them has the ability to blow the other no. one out. But Agreed. It does, history does scare me because the Texans go up there and lose. It's a stay-away game for me. Stay yes, that's why, that's why it's yeah. not behind the wall. Yeah. I feel pretty good about the rationale as Paige was talking about earlier, but stuff happens. All right, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play the uh, first place Chicago Bears. We need to make sure that everybody uh, recognizes because I think that continues after they get a win at home this week. Uh, guys, this is the Fitz Magic show that's been going on. We saw Pittsburgh kind of take care of business, but Fitz Magic came back, played a little bit better. This team's a lot. Listen, we're especially me and Jamie did not like this team coming into this season, and Tampa Bay has been a much better football team than we thought. So they you were guys going didn't like them. Who did? You, you did. did. Okay. You did more than you more than you guys for sure. I, for I wasn't. Sure. I wasn't this high on them. Well, let's just say I don't think anybody in the NFL saw Ryan Fitzpatrick playing the way that he did over the. Look, first we've three seen games. Fitz for a half play like this. Yeah, we haven't seen the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for four hundred <laughs> yards to start a season three weeks in a row, uh, but. He ain't playing the Steelers' defense this week. He's playing the Bears' defense this week, and that's the best one in football. I struggle with this one a little bit because they do have something going in Tampa. They've got weapons. They seem to be healthy. And Chicago's offense is driving me freaking nuts. I watched that game last night, and I see McVay, and I see the space, and I see these wide-open touchdown shots, which are so hard to get once a game in the NFL. And they're getting five and six of them. And I go to Kansas City, and I finally watched Mahomes and this offense play. I watched the replay of that game the other day. Holy crap, they can get better. And yep. there's touchdowns everywhere. Mahomes missed like three of them. Yeah, there's meat on the bone in Kansas City. We'll talk about that later. Nagy, to his credit, has drawn up three or four of these a game, and Trubisky hasn't hit any of them. Yeah. I don't like how they're using Jordan Howard. I don't like how they're using Tariq Cohen. They're trying to make this work. That's the only reason I've got this game as close as I've got it. i still got the Bears winning 24-20. I've struggled with it. But this Bucks defense is not very good. Their linebackers are still really good, and they're healthy. When Quan Alexander and Devontae uh, David are Levante David are, are healthy, they are elite, elite linebackers. So that running game will be interesting. But they're going to get these guys in space. 
I think Nagy's going to try to, I think he's going to figure this out, but it's all going to come down to Trubisky hitting these shots that he's drawing up for him. They're the poor man's version of the, of the Rams and the Chiefs, but the plays are still there. Yeah. The quarterback's got to make them. For sure. This is another stay away game for me. I think the Bears win. I think the Bears cover, but I don't feel very confident in it. Because what was the line? Minus three. So it's just a standard three yeah, points. Yeah. Here's my concern, because when, when I look at it, with the styles of these two teams, when you have a team that has an offense as potent as Tampa's has been, even against a strong Bears defense, they're going to get something. They're not going to get 30, but they're going to get something. Right. The, when you're going up against a team with an offense like Chicago, that's where I get the prime upset here. Because when you have an offense, it doesn't matter how good. I mean, ask Jacksonville sometimes. It doesn't matter how great your defense is. If your offense looks that inept, teams can come back on you. If your defense is on the field that much, they can find a way to get 17 or 20 points and make it a problem for you. I'm going to bank on the Bears because they're at home getting something done on offense. Maybe not throughout the game, maybe not four quarters of it, but at some point getting throughout the game, trying to get into that 20 one twenty four twenty seven point range. And I think if they're there, they can hold. They're going to hold the Bucks under thirty. Yeah, so they'll be fine. There. I, I, agree. I, don't, I, don't I agree with this. that. And that's why I got it twenty four twenty. I feel the exact same way. My whole issue with the Bears is this razzle dazzle creativity needs to be 70, 30, 50, 50 at most, depending on part of the game. But what the Bears have to be able to do with this defense and with Jordan Howard and a really good offensive line is put two tight ends on the field and hand that son of a gun off mm-hmm. eight times in a row yeah. because they're going to be in a bunch of games where there's three or four For minutes sure. and they got a three-point lead. And if they can't close that out, the Bucks are a team they could lose to that can come back and throw one over over top of you and you just you and, lose. And this is where I wonder where the confidence level is. And I is. haven't seen them do that at all. And this is where I wonder where the confidence level is in the quarterback because there are enough pieces on the offensive side of the ball that they should be better just doing just running their base offense. With, with, with but that is their base Cohen. offense. Their base offense looks like Oregon. Yeah, and I haven't I, seen them yeah. run the ball with Jordan Howard yeah. with a quarterback under center with two tight ends and and two yeah. receivers, not four receivers and no yeah. tight ends and in this spread out of the shotgun. That is not fitting Jordan Howard. You're not closing out games no. in the NFL running the ball out of the shotgun. They've got to get to where they can do that. If that becomes a small 10% part of this offense, I love this team going forward. For sure. But I haven't seen that yet. I, think I don't know if they have the personnel for that. The reason the reason I feel confident in the winning is I'm chalking up seven points for the defense. I think the defense creates a turnover, I and I that. think they score, and the offense only has to score 14 to 17 points. Look, I said it, I said it in week game. two, and Fitzmagic made me look like an idiot when I called him Fitz yeah. Terrible. I tweeted Fitz Terrible last week, and Fitz kept throwing it, but that's who he is. He's yeah. playing with house yeah. money. He is slinging it. He is a gunslinger. He doesn't care. He's liable to throw a pick six. He's yeah. liable to throw three. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That you can do that. Potentially against that Pittsburgh I mean, look, team. Fitz is going, dude, yeah. What else could I do? If I throw three and you bring yeah. in Jameis, I'm going to throw my hat on and chill. Yeah. yeah. God bless you. If you throw three, I've done everything picks, I can. Because yeah. if he doesn't, he's liable to light you on fire like he's done. For sure. That's I just, just don't see that plays. happening with his Bears defense. I'm a big, big believer. That maybe is the greatest trade I've seen in 20 years in the NFL is getting Cleo Mack. I don't care what you gave up for him, I don't care what you're paying him. And I said, I told you before the trade, he was going to get traded and be defensive player of the year. There's nobody even in the realm. Of close to him for defensive player. No, you get you take a guy who has that capability already, and you give him a little extra added motivation, and then you give him players like Roquan Smith and Danny Trevathan and all the guys that are over there in Chicago. He he's enjoying himself. You can tell. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles going on the road to play the Tennessee Titans. Jamie, what are you seeing happening here in this game? So at some point, the, we're go- the Titans' lack of talent is going to bring them back down. Yeah, this is a weird team, too. Uh, they ha- it's so, to me, the Eagle. I'm still waiting for the Eagles to look like the Eagles. They're, they're not as good as they were when they played at the end of last year. But they should be better than the way they're playing. That defense is really, really good. 
And Carson Wentz is, again, it's going to take some time. It's going to take multiple weeks yeah. from now for him to actually look close to what he was before he got hurt. But at some point, this Eagles team, and it's, again, I know they're banged up in a lot of areas. Clement's banged up. Ajayi's banged up. Jeffrey's still not playing. I mean, they're, they're a banged up offense. But at some point, this team is too talented for the Titans team. I just assume that this team, when Jeffrey comes back and Clement comes back, by I think we talked about it last week, by Halloween, this offense is going to be rolling and looking really good. And you saw Carson Wentz come back, and although he wasn't a world beater last week, he looked healthy, I which saw, was the biggest exactly. part. I saw what I needed to see. He didn't make all the throws he needed to make. He made some mistakes, but he looked healthy. At some point, again, the Eagles are four-point favorites on the road here. I just – I. I just don't think the Titans are good enough. I don't think the Titans are good enough to win this football game. So what's the – you picking the score Taking take the Eagles minus four. Taking the Eagles minus four. If you want to see what Jake's pick is on this game – I got something for you. He's got something for you, and it's behind the paywall, so check that out at tdfantasy.com. What's up, TD Fantasy listeners? Jake Arians here. Not only am I one of your co-hosts on the podcast of TD Fantasy, I'm also very privileged and proud to be the president of the Arians Family Foundation, the foundation that we started to honor my mom, and the work that she's done uh, for underprivileged kids uh, throughout her entire life. So for more information, go to ArianSFamilyFoundation.com, at ArianSFF on all your social media outlets. All right, next game, Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to play the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Cincinnati's been better, just like we called. Um, this is this is a good game. Uh, Jamie, what do you see happening in this one? So it looks like Adrian Green's going to play. So he's off the injury report. fantasy owners. Unless you want to take a flyer on John Ross for whatever reason in DFS. That, that's the only person I think it actually hurts in this scenario. Because uh, even if Adrian Green doesn't play like Adrian Green, him being on the field is going to keep John Ross off the field. And it helps Boyd. Plays. Absolutely helps Tyler Boyd. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. Uh, I'm really excited to see this. I think the Falcons – this is going to be a close game, but I think the Falcons do enough to cover the four points. Falcons uh, defense with a lot of injuries here. Cincinnati still all obviously dealing with some issues. Joe Mixon, again, don't start him in your lineups. There's yeah. some other – I just try to remind people that certain players will not be playing in this game. Devontae Freeman might play in this game. I'm not starting him at all. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be worried if I was a Tevin Coleman owner either. Even, again, go back to week one and opening night. Coleman was on the field and more effective when Freeman was even healthy. So, so my dad's calling this one, so I'm not picking it as everybody knows, but – Dude, fantasy relevance in this game? Yeah, there's a oh lot. Oh, my God. This this game alone could make or break a bunch of fantasy games for owners. We have Gio has to step up. Yeah. Yep. He came off the Ridley, too. Does, you know, do you, I picked up Ridley. Do I, I'm, I'm, like, on the fence. Am I playing him? Like, there's so much fantasy relevance because there's going to be a lot of offense. This yeah. game actually reminds me a lot of last night's game. Yeah. No, I, I played Cooper Cup. I have Calvin Ridley. He might make his way into the flex position this week. But I, I can assure you that. Like, do you feel that good about playing Boyd? I think you should. Like, there's yeah, a lot, I think Boyd, a lot, Boyd, lot of fantasy relevance. Uh, I, I mean, I'm playing Calvin Ridley in a flex spot. I have a yep. two flex league, a 12 team two flex league. I'm playing him with confidence there. Uh, Bruce Bruce Arians talked about that on Wednesday that he thinks that you're going to see a lot of the same from Calvin Both Ridley going guys. forward. Absolutely, from, from Boyd and from Ridley. I mean, very very similar situations. Now you have a healthy Julio and a not 100 percent AJ Green, but. Yeah. A lot of fantasy relevance. This, yeah. this game should be fireworks. I think AJ. Fun. I think AJ still gets his. This Atlanta defense is not very good. It's just whether it's whether how much they use him. Yeah. But if again, if he's out there, even just in the red zone, that's all you need. Yeah. Catch uh, a touchdown. It's he's fine. on the field. You have to you're, start. You're, you're, you're playing. You're, not, you're, you're not, playing. You're not doubling Boyd when yeah. he's out there. You're no. still you're still rolling the cover. You're playing. Yeah, absolutely not. All right. The New York Jets going on the road to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Big spread here. Seven and a half points for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can they score seven and a half points? Uh, on defense. This, 
that's a that's a big spread for this team. Uh, I know they beat New England, but last week was a weird football game at home. Uh, Jake, what do you see happening in this game? I got the Jags 24-13. You get the best defense in football playing a rookie on the road. Sam Darnold has looked good at times. They don't have enough weapons. I mean, yeah. this is – I've you talked about this on a, a couple shows this fan, week. Though. It's like, look, I mean, I don't care. Josh Rosen, I don't care how good the quarterback yeah. is or how good you think he is. If he's not surrounded by stuff, yeah. go back to the history that NFL has put a bunch of really good quarterbacks that had crappy careers because they never got surrounded by a decent offensive line, decent weapons, whatever. Or Hall of Fame quarterbacks who couldn't do it their rookie year because they didn't have those pieces. Or, you know, again, Troy Aikman. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just, look, and the Jets' defense is stingy. This young team's got some swag. Todd Bowles is a hell of a coach. He's yep. doing a hell of a job with not a lot of pieces. They're hopefully continuing to give him time to build it because I really like what they're building. Yeah, got to give him time. Dude, they got the cap space. Trade for Le'Veon Bell. I uh, know. Give the Steelers one of those two backs, Powell or Crowell. They get a backup to Connor. They move on. You got the cap space to sign him, and you are instantly relevant moving forward, especially if you can pick up a receiver in the offseason because they got a ton of cap space. Yeah. I think the Jaguars have enough to get this done. This Leonard Fournette thing is driving me freaking full participant. So maybe you should play this week. <laughs> he I was a don't... full participant last week yeah. on Friday yeah. and didn't play. Like, and then Yeldon, I, I don't know. That that whole thing's pissing me off. But I think they got enough to get it done at home. But that, that that's another just team laying an egg at home last week on a team that looks so good against the Patriots. And, yes, they're not the same Patriots. And that defense is ridiculous. It doesn't matter. No you excuse. can't lose that, the Titans no. at home. That with playing Gabbard, you're knocked out. Points. And Mariota has, like, two fingers sticking out of a glove and can't lift his arm, and you lose. No, I'm that, sorry. The, the, just, the defense did enough to do the, the offense. Did they? Because they gave three drives to Mariota to get nine points to beat him six. You should I mean, their be offense a, didn't do enough. you got to score more than nine points in an NFL game. I'm sorry. I, I agree with you. You, you got you got to be able to score, score more 10 than six. Points. They only yeah. scored six. They yeah. lost nine six. That's but like that defense yikes. knows what the game is for sure. It was yeah. six nothing, and they got JPP with two fingers sticking out of a glove and Mariota who can't lift his arm, who comes in for the dude you just knocked out, yeah. and you give up three field goal drives to lose. Yes, it's on the offense to score more yeah. than that, but the game is the game. Yeah. If you're sure. the best defense in the league, you can't do that. It's well, a listen, I don't. I don't. Well, the it, real it, defense. I was really, really high on this team, and they took a step, big step back in yeah. my in my opinion last well, week. Well, the best defense in this league, please stand up, because I've heard a lot about a whole lot of defenses, and I've seen a whole lack of performances from quite a few from quite a few of those self proclaimed best. The, the defenses NFL in wanted the more scoring, and they switched about three rules that make yeah. it really, really hard to play defense. I mean, the best defense in the league is not the '85 Bears, where they give up six point two points a game. You're giving up like 23 a game, and you're the best team. In, I, I, this is by far the best defense in the league still. But yes, I don't. I mean, I, I actually feel pretty confident in this pick as well. Yep. I will we'll throw that out there. All right. it, it's another. It's not a lot. So, it's but a it's good close. team. They lost at home, and they're still at home. Yeah, and I just don't think the Jets have the, enough. To all right, this. the the Jags should win this game going away. I, my my only concern and why I won't bet this game in particular is again when you we deal with an offense that can be in as inept as this one. Yeah, Blake that's Portal, more than a that's more than a one it. score spread. I get I get nervous just because again it's that that offense can be just absolutely abysmal. Yeah, uh, but again, Jaguars should win this going away. You're starting. You're starting Leonard Fournette because you have to if he's playing. I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm struggling with. I got Will Fuller. I'm trying to think of that league. I got Will Fuller. I didn't play Cooks. I got Fuller. I got Mike Williams, and I got Fournette. And this Fournette thing's pissing me off to the point where I don't know that I'm gonna play him in a flex. Listen, if he's the guy that you're putting into a flex position, 
the, I took I, him in the first I, round. I'm having this conversation else. with myself, and I'm like, "Yeah, I would take somebody else in a flex spot, but in your running back, probably." In I got your Alex Collins against play. the Steelers defense, yeah. and I've got James Conner against the Ravens defense, which I don't like that matchup at all. But I, I just don't trust that he's not going to have eight carries and go. I'm going to go sit on the bench and drink some Gatorade. Well, that 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 His is always the concern. Is in yeah. question that to me as a man at this point. He's questioning your manhood, Leonard Fournette. I hope you heard like two that. Two weeks with a hamstring, and you're practicing full on Friday last week. I hope you, you heard that, Leonard it's Fournette. the NFL, dude. Step up. Earn oh, the money. Oh, boy. All right. Seattle Seahawks going on the road to play the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the big storyline here, obviously, is Josh Rosen will be playing in this football game. Doug Baldwin likely going to be back in this game, which is huge for the Seattle Seahawks. Jake, what do you see happening in this football game? Look, I don't care who's playing quarterback for the Cardinals. I don't think they're very good. No, they're not very good. Their offense doesn't have that many weapons. They've got David Johnson. I'm not a big fan of how they're using him. We heard my dad talk about that on the show Wednesday. they got to get more creative there. This offensive line has been okay, but it's not been great. I do think Christian Kirk, from a fantasy perspective, is going to become relevant for the Cardinals team because I think him and Rosen have a chemistry being rookies together, going yeah, through OTAs. Sure. And going back to the rules that we've talked about with the collective bargaining agreement, the rookies can stay when veterans can't. They've got their timing down. You saw it when he came in last week. He wasn't looking for fits, which every quarterback for the last 15 years <laughs> tried to force it to fits. Now he did on the pick six. Yeah. But the guy he was comfortable with was Kirk. I don't think it matters. The Seahawks team is down, yes, but they are better than the Cardinals. Bobby Wagner's playing. That defense is going to be solid. The great thing about the Seahawks defense is it's so simple. Yeah. They don't do a ton. So Rosen's going to think he's getting what he sees. But I have a lot of faith in Pete Carroll and the guys that have coached defense in Seattle for a long time that they're going to throw some stuff at him. Uh, I liked what they did last week, giving Carson the ball 32 times. This Cardinals defense has proven they can't stop the run. I got the Seahawks coming in and winning 23-13. Listen, Seattle loves playing here in Arizona. They should. They've they, owned them. They've owned them here in Arizona even. And Arizona owned them up in Seattle. It they was did the weird, last five years. We'll it was a weird now. scenario where these two teams that didn't lose at home lost to each other at home in this division. And listen, Seattle, I, I warn people, they get better as the season goes along. They've done this every year that Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson have gotten there where they start off slow and they pick up steam and they get better. And this just seems like a prime opportunity to go into Arizona on a struggling football team that just doesn't have an identity and really, really crush I can see this. Souls. I can see this one getting ugly, too. I am not a big fan of rookie quarterbacks in their first start. It's actually as, as unbelievably tough as the situation they put Rosen in last week is. It's still easier than having all of this hype that he's getting as the savior for the Cardinals. He's also your first a pretty excited kid. Home, he gets, he's very excited. He's also excited. a very overconfident kid. That's true. And this defense, I think, is going to make him pay for it. Baldwin coming back is huge. Russell Wilson is elite. He has been elite with Tyler Lockett as his number one the last couple of weeks. He's going to be just fine. He's going to have a big game. I just cannot see. I just don't like what I'm seeing from this Cardinals. I did not think it would be this. And I hate what they're doing on defense. That's I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. You have two first-round pick linebackers. I don't care if they're playing 3-4 three, or 4-3. Four, three. They're not even on the field. No, Dan Buchanan and Hassan Reddick not playing is a trash. I promise you the Steelers and the Patriots will take your phone call for Hassan Reddick because he fits what they do very, very well. If he doesn't fit what you do anymore, That's fine. get rid of him and pick something up. He's better than sitting on your bench and playing five plays. Let him go I, play. I just let don't him, understand what they're doing on Let defense. them go play and earn some money because those guys are both – they have a lot of talented guys, and I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is going on uh, on defense there. 
Uh, if you guys want to see what Jamie's pick is for that game, this is the time where I tell you to go to tdfantasy.com because he's got a lock for this week on this game, and you're going to want to check that out. Seven and three, by the way, Jamie and yeah. I are behind the wall for the first three weeks. People, we've got some good ones for you this week. This yeah. is one of them. If, you, if you've been following along, then you're in the plus column so far this season. All right, Cleveland Browns, or should I say the Baker Mayfields, the fighting Baker Mayfields, are going on the road to play the 0-3 Oakland Raiders. I just get a big old smile on my face when I say it. And the thing is, I don't have any, I didn't even, I have no ill will towards Raider or Raiders fans, but now all of a sudden I've been getting, I think this is because Jamie and I are getting twisted slash there's also the John Gruden uh, Bears scenario that's happening as well. Listen, Raider fans, I don't have anything against you. I'm just happy you traded me your best player. And if you got a problem with that, Write a note to John Gruden. And no, send write it. it to Mark Davis because your head yeah. coach that's is exactly. the highest paid player on your team. I'm sorry. That's not my fault. Your head coach is a, is a, is a moron. Uh, and on that note, Jamie, what's going to happen in this game? <laughs> okay, so this burned me last week, and, but I'm going to go back to it two weeks in a row. This is uh, an absolutely desperate Raiders team. They're at home now. We just talked about what rookie quarterbacks in their first start. I love Baker. Baker might be – by week eight might be my favorite player in the league. But the Raiders need this game desperately. I think Baker's going to struggle a little bit because there's a lot more pressure on him now than there was late in the second quarter when everything was going wrong for the Browns on Thursday Night Football. I think the Raiders do just enough to cover in this game. I, 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 this, this What's is, the line again? Uh, Raiders minus three. This is yeah. really tough for me. I think yeah. the Browns are a better football team, quite frankly. But I just I think this is a desperate Raiders team at home against a rookie quarterback making his first start. I think there's enough peripheral out there. That says I think the Raiders can get just enough done. Is there is there enough that can be done though by this Browns defense to this Derek Carr led offense that has looked like a roller coaster? I'm glad you said that because this offensive roller coaster is top six in the league. Derek Carr is top five in completion percentage. He's thrown three bad picks, really really Horrible bad picks, picks. the last two weeks that have cost them. The one dude that I think can handle this start on the road. In the black hole is Baker Mayfield. I am buying in. I'm taking the Browns 21-17. I, I struggled it. with this. I love it. Colin Cowherd, who I like and respect, especially when it comes to his blazing five or whatever he calls it. Yep. He won a big bet from a upset pick a couple weeks ago. He put $1,000 in an envelope and said, I am turning it around on the Raiders. This is a lock. I can see it, and I struggled with this. This Browns defense is legit. I agree. It is for real. Mm-hmm. I hate, hate how they're using Amari Cooper. But they've been a top six offense. This is a fantasy wasteland for the Raiders. I don't know who you play. I don't know who's getting the targets. No, it's just it's it's hard. Weird. Jordy Nelson, I told you before the season, has pop up in his legs. Yeah, Jordy's kind of. Kind yeah. of. He's got some pop in his legs. Oh, no. And they've, and, they've, and, yeah, and they've got chemistry with Carr. But I don't know which one of them is getting the 12 to 15 target game. It's been yeah. every other week. I like this Browns offense. They've got weapons. They're going to put him in position, and the Raiders have no pass rush people. Yeah, and this Browns— According to your head coach, it's hard to find a pass rush. I you can, still don't I can, have Only they could have found one somewhere. I can I, find him. He wears 52 in Chicago. You're welcome. I just—I analyzed it. I went back and forth. I can see it. But the one dude that I think has the moxie and the balls to go to Oakland— is big. And have a—Josh Rosen ain't got the same moxie chip on his shoulder. He has this elitist, I'm better than you— mentality and personality. Well, Baker wants to beat. And Baker was a walk-on <laughs> that went and dunked on the football team and one of the greatest stories I've ever heard when he got to Oklahoma and won the starting job before he even got to spring practice. That's going to follow him like Tom Brady, whether he's a Hall of Famer 15 years from now or not. 
it's still there every single day. Yeah. We still talk about it about Tom Brady. I can see yeah, Baker. I can see Baker not gonna and doing some dancing in the freaking black hole, oh, and I this thing so. just getting yeah. the Baker train goes nuts. I can see it either way, but I really analyze this game. I really, really I look extra at this game. This is gonna be a fun football game to watch. I really think it is. This too, is gonna man. be a good football game. And it's one I just of the think four the Browns games. are that much better, regardless of who's playing quarterback. Baker makes them better than Tyrod did. And this is should be a little bit of assurance from you if you're a Browns fan. You saw this Browns team go to New Orleans and shut down a prolific offense. The Oakland Raiders are not a prolific offense, and their head coach is not Sean Payton. So with that being said, I've seen enough from Cleveland. I don't think Baker has to do that much in this game. I think the Cleveland no, Browns No, I said I got defenses, him 21-7. I don't think he has to do that much. I don't think this is much. anything crazy. I think he probably does throw a pick. But I think he makes enough magic. Jamie's got some reverse start. jinx going on where yeah. he picks them, but then they still lose and he looks they're great. They're not going 0-16. <laughs> they're going 3-13, but they're not going 0-16. As I said at the beginning <laughs> of the year, where everyone killed me for saying they would win Look three games. Looks pretty the Raiders? Smart now. Yeah. That killed for that. Looks pretty smart now. All right. New Orleans Saints going on the road to play the New York Giants. As I said at the beginning of this year, and it continues to be true, the New York Giants are not going to be a favorite till Halloween. They are not a favorite at home. The New Orleans Saints are going on the road to play them here. Jamie, what do you see happening in this football well, game? Well, Giants defense is banged up, to say the bad. least. Uh, look, this the, to me, this is where I don't want to overthink things. I know the Saints are on the road. I know they're playing outdoors. I know it's not the Superdome. But look. Not bad weather. The Giants are banged up on defense. That Saints offense is unbelievable again. To me, this is where I'm not overthinking this. I love this. Saints, Saints minus three and a half. I love that. They're going to cover. They're, they could win this game by three touchdowns. Yeah. I, I, they're they're going to put up a surprised. ton of points in this game. Uh, is this where you want to uh, – For both sides. I think yeah. the, I think for fantasy purposes, you – I mean, Saquon's my number two running back this week. I think he's your number two running back yeah. as well. I think, Odo I think that's, the, that's the shootout. Odo Beckham's, yeah, Odo Beckham's my number two wide receiver this week. I mean, I think everybody's going to get theirs in this game. But I think the Saints win in a blowout. Uh, this is another one of those times where I remind you that if you want to make money, you should check out tvfantasy.com because this is one of Jake's picks of the week, locks of the week. You're going to want to check that out. Um, but his love affair with Michael Thomas, I I assume, continues in this game because Absolutely. he's he's looked unbelievable. I, I would like to remind people: the only fantasy analyst that I saw in the entire country with Michael Thomas in their top three wide receivers before the season started, Jake Arians. Yeah, that's he, looking pretty good right it's, now. It is, it's looking pretty good right now. That's for sure. All right, next game: San Francisco Forty ers uh, Obviously. No Jimmy Garoppolo for the rest of the season, which sucks. You never like to see that no. happen. But going on the road to play the L.A. Chargers, the Chargers are a 10-and-a-half-point favorite at home, as I say in quotations because it's such a poor excuse for a home field. Uh, but, guys, this is this football team didn't look that good with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you saw what this team looked like without Jimmy Garoppolo last season and what a difference he made for this team. They were dumpster fire that finished, what, 5-0? and Yeah. So, Jake, what do you see happening here? And I know it's a big spread, but do you think the Chargers – I love how the Chargers, whether in San Diego or the StubHub Center in L.A., just fly under the radar. This Always. offense is so freaking good. Well, the Rams Phillip are Rivers in L.A. now, is, too, so it's – And they're going to get all the hype. But Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer who's just been sitting there chilling, making babies and throwing for 4,000 yards. <laughs> like – they are so good on offense. The 49ers defense is okay. Yeah. They've been okay yeah. because Jimmy G's been pretty good, and that offense hasn't been great, but they've been okay, right? They've been able to run it a little bit. This Chargers defense, from a fantasy perspective, yeah. everybody dropped. And I'm so glad I kept them. I looked about eight weeks out 
I had Cleveland, I had Baltimore, and I had the Chargers. And I dropped the Browns because they have like eight matchups in a row that are not very good defensively, yeah. as good as they are. The Chargers' next five or six games, if you drop them in fantasy, oh. you're going to be pissed. This is They're the number one defense by far this week in fantasy. I'll mm-hmm. put Jacksonville number one every week other than this because I just love – I think I actually did put Jacksonville number one, but I love them in this matchup. Yeah. And their offense is so good. This is a blowout. Yes. I got the Chargers 31-17. There is no way they don't get back on track and just blow the doors off. Yeah. I love Kyle Shanahan. I think he'll scheme up some good stuff. I think Beathard will make some decent plays, and yeah. I think he'll make a couple really bad CJ ones. C.J. Beathard's not good enough to, to hold no. with this defense. This is one where happening. Bosa doesn't matter, and Ingram still gets his, and they just – this is going to be ugly and fun to watch. And I think Mike Williams, who was one of my breakouts mm-hmm. of the year before the season, has been really good. I think he's 1A to Keenan Allen now. I think it's, it's a couple weeks ahead of what I thought. I think he has a big week. And I would just, if you're keen on it, keep an eye out. I moved him from my right receiver to a flex spot because I think he's going to play, but just be aware that there is some concern there and that's a late start time. So just be have another option ready just in case. I almost put this behind the paywall. The Chargers are going to win this yeah, game by too. a I feel million. Really, really good yeah. about this. Okay, I have watched up close way too much of C.J. Beathard. I was I was there in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game against Michigan State. Take him back. Drop some knowledge on him. I was at the Outback Bowl where he threw four interceptions and two pick sixes to Florida. Uh, I saw him. At, I was scouting him at the Senior Bowl when he was there. I've seen a lot of C.J. Beathard. I'm sorry. I have been you? thoroughly – he is – I don't want to exaggerate. He is literally one of the worst quarterback prospects I've seen from a D1 <laughs> Please don't school. exaggerate this, James. That's exactly what you think. <laughs> he is not a good football – I was I, I, I was flabbergasted when the Niners drafted him. I thought he was undrafted. I thought he might have been gotten come into campus an undrafted free agent, and they took him like in the fifth round or something. Uh, he is a bad football player. The Chargers are a very a top ten defense, even without Joey Bosa. This this is I they're this at home. A, this is a the Chargers need to win this game defense. because they've lost to some good teams. Okay, I'm going to say it. This is your freebie, people. Yes, we're both so high on this game that we yeah. probably should have. It was almost too easy to put. I got the Chargers minus ten. They're up to minus ten and a half now. Just I I I love. I can't see a way. I just cannot see a way. I don't even see a way they get, this gets backdoor covered by the Niners. No. Like, Bethard has to make a play. Morris is banged up. Breida Rivers looks can like, throw two picks. One of them could be a pick they six. They need to be pick six. still winning by ten. Like, I just I – can't, I can't see it. If, if the Niners keep this within two touchdowns, I will be shocked. Rivers is going to have a golf-like performance. You're going to have a lot of points, I think, in this game. I got another fantasy prediction for you on this okay. one, too. Because Gordon, like Gordon has been – the workhorse for them has been really, really good. Yeah. They're going to get up. And I think he's going to have a golf-like performance for a half. Eckler is mm-hmm. definitely in play this week. If, you, if you're if you on the fence with who's playing what, this is a phenomenal matchup. Because I think the second half, he gets a bunch of carries. He's going to get his out of the backfield every week. He's going to get his five or six mm-hmm. targets. I think he gets ten carries in this game. I think Gordon gets some rest in the second half. Yeah. I think they play action still in the second half. So I think Rivers probably continues his big day. But I think Eckler is a really, really good play this week, along with Mike Williams. Might be an option that I'm going to take a look at since I'm not involved starting Eckler in the starting. flex. Yeah. Uh, I like Eckler a lot this week. Yep. All right. And next, every week. Next game is the next game is one of my favorite matchups. Always in, in the NFL. This matchup each and every year is so fun to watch. Baltimore Ravens going into Pittsburgh. Uh, they're 11 and 0. I heard this on the ride in. On I have to give a shout out to Golick and Wingo. I was listening. The, the Steelers are 11-0 and in their last primetime games, with the exception of one loss, and that was to the Baltimore Ravens. On Monday Night Football. On Monday Night yep, Football. Flacco hit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's – Which I said last week. You, yeah. the, this team, Pittsburgh, especially at home, does not lose in primetime. Okay? They got a little bit of their swagger back last week after they've had a couple, you know, 
not as good performances. This is a Super Bowl caliber team. They're back home was. in the division. Was. Oh, was. I okay. picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Three points. I'm going to go ahead and cut you off. Okay. What, what, what was it? Three, Three points. All right. I'm taking the Steelers at home 24-20 because I am a big believer in history. We talked about the Colts, which scares the crap out of me, my pick there. But the Steelers at home in primetime won you money last week because they don't lose in primetime. They got hit in the freaking mouth, and this defense is undisciplined, and it sucks. Yeah. I hate what they're doing on defense in Pittsburgh. They suck. Yeah, they're terrible. They don't have the players. I don't like the scheme. They suck. The Ravens' offense, not great. I'm a big believer in Ben and this Steelers' offense. Yep. But they uh, – I don't like the matchup for AB. I don't like the matchup for Connor from a fantasy perspective. I like Juju because he's still going to be getting yep. single coverage on the number two or number three corner, whoever you're playing. So I think he has a big week. I'm still believing in the Steelers at home in prime time in one of the greatest rivalries in the last 20 years. But, man, I can see the Ravens winning this game. Flacco always plays good against the Steelers, and this defense sucks if you didn't hear me the first three times. Yeah, no, this defense is terrible. I like Alex Collins in this game. Mm-hmm. I, I just, man, I don't – I think it's going to be – I think it's another battle that comes down to three yeah. points. I think there's going to be yeah. a big turnover, a big punt return, something like that. There's always in this game. And it's – I just – it's going to be close. They always come down to three points. It's against my religion to bet on Raven Steelers games. I, I have, I have, in my entire life, yeah, I have I would, never I, bet on a Raven I'm Steelers game. I'm telling you, if you like never to, will. but I think, but I'm not, I wouldn't touch this one. I never will. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers to cover the minus three, and I don't love it at all. I don't bet this. These are two teams that it doesn't matter where they are on a talent level; they always play very close. I have, as Jake said, uh, I believe he mentioned that the Steelers defense sucked. Uh, he's very right. Like that defense is awful. And this is probably look, one of there the is more no lead. I'm going to feel. I thought I, I wasn't even sure they weren't going to blow that game last week. I thought they, they were. Almost they like, look so undisciplined in this defense. The things drove me crazy watching that game Monday night. They are talking more smack than anybody oh, I've know. ever seen on defense, and they are. I they give up 35 or 37, like, 38. Nothing drives me yeah. more crazy than a DB who gets beat by five yards, and the receiver drops it, and he starts throwing his hands out like, yeah. "No, not on me, dude! You just got smoked. Stop!" They yeah. drive me nuts. That's the Steelers' defense. They, they were talking smoke, crap all no over fire. the place. And, That's what somebody said on Twitter oh last week. Oh, my God. All smoke, so, no fire. So, three weeks ago, I thought the talent discrepancy between these two teams was enormous. It's and not. The Steelers were that much better. It's not. I don't know that the Steelers' offense, who I'm on record of saying how much I like, is enough for them to get Overcome to the that. top three or four seed, much less win this yeah. division anymore, when I thought they'd run off the AFC. Yeah. I, I, to me, I think both – like we're talking about smoke, I think John Brown – uh, Michael Crabtree are both flex options for Baltimore in this I game. Agree. I like them both a lot. Smoke um, gets in the end zone. That's my I think so. I, I think so. I think so. And for the, for the first week in the history of sports, I have Juju ranked ahead of Antonio Brown. It's close, but I think Juju's going to have a better game. I agree. Uh, love. I think AB will still get his. Yes. He'll still get eight, or nine, eight, or, nine, eight or nine start, for nine. Yeah, they're both in my top ten. Like you're but starting. You're, you're both, counting on AB getting like Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson from yeah. a couple years ago, Todd Gurley numbers. You're not. I don't think you're getting 25 from him this week. No, hopefully you drafted Cooper Cup like me and Jamie told you because he's putting up some serious mm-hmm. numbers and you got him to – like him. in my league, I have Antonio Brown and Cooper Cup. It's a pretty good, pretty good one-two tandem that's that's helping you out and from a fantasy perspective. Uh, okay, another – we're getting blessed this week with fun matchups to watch in primetime. Thursday night football was one of the best Thursday night games we've seen yep. in a long time. Sunday night football is going to be a lot of fun. And Patrick Mahomes on primetime, a national television audience in a divisional rival game is going to be a lot of fun to watch. 
guys, does the Mahomes train, the hype, just continue this this game? Kind of. Ooh, okay. Yes. Go ahead. I have. He's, <laughs> Mahomes is going to have a good game. He's going to be fine. I have a gut feeling on this game and that the Chiefs don't cover. Okay. Chiefs will, are five points. I like favorite. Broncos plus five. And this is a gut feeling. I, I don't have analytics to back this up. I just have a – there's so much hype around Kansas City, and it's well-deserved. But that defense is terrible. Yeah. And they're going on the road in mile high. I think everybody's riding high there. I think the Broncos keep this close. I'm not sure they're going to win this game, but I think this is within a field goal either way. Uh, I probably wouldn't bet on this game. I think Mahomes is going to be fine. He's going to have a good game. I don't think he's going to have a five-touchdown game. Uh, but that Broncos defense, especially that pass rush, I think is going to get to him. I think Von Miller is going to knock him on his butt a few times. And I just think we're not going to see quite the same. We're going to see about 85% of that Kansas City Chiefs offense that we've seen in the last few weeks. I think that's enough to keep it close. So I agree with you and I disagree with you. I okay. agree with you because I got the Chiefs 31-27. I think the Broncos offense is going to hang in there because the Chiefs defense is bad. I watched – I'm going to give NFL Network some love and take a little shot at them at the same time. You don't have enough programming, so you replay games. And you replay them without the commercials, which I absolutely love. So, so I went thanks. back and watched. Yeah. Yes. So thank you for not having <laughs> that program. I went and watched this, this Kansas City game from last week. Dude, this offense is so good. Yeah. And it can be better. Mahomes missed like three touchdowns. He missed a couple open guys. And this is having an epic week. Mm-hmm. There was a big injury yesterday for the Broncos. Jake Butt, they think, tore his ACL in a friggin' walkthrough. Yeah, he sucks. looked pretty good. I watched this team live a couple weeks ago. As everybody knows I was there for the Oakland-Denver game. This offense was pretty good. They were missing a tight end big time going into the season. And he had stepped up and been pretty good. It's the third time he's torn ACL. Hated for the kid. I think it's a big enough thing that I feel a little bit better about the points. And I watched that game. And Kansas City's defense is better than Pittsburgh. And I said they were yes. the worst defense in the league by they far. Suck. I watched them. Justin Houston has a little left in the tank. He ain't yeah. the same dude he used to be, but D Ford healthy on the other D side. D still looks good. That is a formidable duo. Yeah. They're not great. Eric Berry coming back and being a little savvy veteran veteran in the back who can't really run anymore is going to make a giant difference. I don't know if he comes back this week. It doesn't look like it. But that defense is going to be good enough moving forward because this offense is freaking special. Yeah, I think is- Pat Mahomes looks like Jared Goff on Thursday night in national prime time, and everybody's talking about this dude moving forward. If you got two quarterbacks on your fantasy team and one of them is Mahomes, trade his ass. You're going to get so – you could ask for anybody in the league, and you're going to get it. Yep. And if you've got Jared Goff or even Andy Dalton or Matt Ryan or somebody else on your bench, or you drafted like me, drafted Drew Brees like in the sixth or seventh round, and you got Mahomes late, dude, trade him and ride it out with the other guy. Go back to our original analysis that you don't take quarterbacks too late. You could get anybody in the league that you yeah. asked for. You could get Michael Thomas back. You, you could get, get two, AB you back. You probably get two players because yeah. like, people are stupid. But if the hype goes off on Monday night, oh, with yeah. what he's had so far, prime opportunity. Yeah, yeah. You're never going to get that. That's going to win you your league if you can pull that off and you listen to us, as long as you have somebody else. Yeah. You can have Carson Wentz. And I'm saying make this trick. Yeah. I think this game is going to be fun. Have you guys watched them yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Are they fun to watch? Yeah. Like, the, the throws I mean, that Mahomes misses. Open. Are yeah. so impressive that he overthrew Sammy Watkins in the first yeah. quarter, like five yards over his head yeah. on the run. But the damn throw was so he, he had one I think so it was last week or two weeks ago where he rolls out of the pocket, rolls left, comes all the way back to his right, and then off bounce throws a it just last a, week touchdown. Yeah. yeah, it was like just, in the corner of the end zone. It was just like Listen, look, Conley, I Conley's underrated as a three. Yeah. They they could just beat you so many ways. I love Love what they're doing. And what they're doing is allowing this offensive line that's not great 
to be pretty solid because it comes out of his hands quick. comes out of his hands quick. He holds it. He runs around. The next play, they run a draw, comes out quick. I mean, you, it keeps you off balance. It's hard to rush the passer. Oh, yeah. I like Von Miller in that defense. I don't think they get there as much as Jamie's talking about. A year of development, a year behind a pretty savvy veteran in Alex Smith, a year with Andy Reid to grow made a huge difference for Patrick Mahomes because we all know he was talented. Everybody loved that arm coming out. I'll say this. If Wade Phillips was still the defense coordinator and they had that defense a couple years ago, I might change my mind. Wade Phillips is not there. He's in Los Angeles, and that defense looks pretty damn good. This is not the same defense in Denver no. that you've seen the last five or six years. Absolutely. All right, guys, any parting thoughts on, on today's pod? I feel better about some of these yeah. games than I did before, before we went in. Yeah, I, I did actually. Uh, look, just I think there are going to be some good offensive games here. Um, I think, again, go with your gut here. I think on a lot of these games, there's, there's a clear teams that are better, and sometimes – a lot of people make a mistake by trying to go for teams that are like, again, I think I like Broncos in the points. So I'm not going to bet that because I'm not going to bet on an inferior team to win. And yeah. I think sometimes you have to realize that, like we said with the Patriots, sometimes you got to gamble on something that you say, you know what, I'm willing to live or die with Tom Brady versus I'm willing to live or die with Case Keaton. Yeah, now that yeah. we've now that we've talked it out, I feel really good about some of my picks. I don't bet, so I'm not like, okay, I'd go bet this game. There's three or four that I really, really like. A couple of them are behind the paywall. Man, from a fantasy perspective this week, Ought to be like Listen, the, num- the yes. numbers. Ought to, you're either already gonna, off to a great start. You're either going to blow somebody's doors off, like Paige stood on early, like seventy-two so like to something points two, off two players that played last night, or it's going to be like really close because you both lay eggs. But I mean, there's just man, there's so and you got to look. This isn't the easy one though, from a fantasy perspective. There's going to be some decisions to be made. Your wide receiver two, your flex. The wide receiver pool is getting really deep, and the running yeah. back pool is thin. thin, tiny, and tight end is non-existent. Yes. It's and that, a lot of that is going to it's going to make up for some really really good fantasy matchups. Yeah, I have a lot of good wide receivers that I'm sitting there struggling, going, "Who am I starting?" I have this a league week? with two flex that I'm starting four wide receivers in because I cannot find more than and I don't like the two running backs. I'm sorry, they're just no. they're like sixteen no, good like, running backs yeah. right now. Yeah, and that's I wouldn't even say there's sixteen good running backs. No, there's a look. There's a couple matchups from the guys that yeah. add to that pool this week. Yeah. Man, there's receivers everywhere. Yeah, I mean. All right. uh, Jake, how can everybody follow you on Twitter and Instagram? Jake B. Arians on Twitter and Jake Arians on Instagram. Jamie? Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter and at Jamie Eisner. You guys can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I on Twitter and Instagram. And you should definitely follow TD Fantasy at TD Fantasy underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. And as always, check out TDFantasy.com for the guys' locks. They're 7-3. and I'm going to continue saying that. Make some money. Good luck. Enjoy your Friday and happy weekend. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 